Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Jonah Fair, and I'm coming to you from Macomb, Michigan. It's an honor that you are here, whether you are watching on YouTube or Facebook or listening on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music Store, or wherever else you get this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm a firm believer that it's not by accident. And that we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that has a plan and purpose for your life that goes far beyond anything, anything that this world offers. And so I want to introduce Color and Chaos in case this is your first time. Uh, Color and Chaos is just a cry from my heart that I can notice that it's in the moments of chaos, of hardship, hurt, uncomfortability. Those are the moments that I grow the most. That in the chaos, there is color when we lean into our creator, savior, and sustainer, and not into ourselves, realizing that it's only through Christ that we can find a color in this chaos. And so it'll be an honor for me to pray for you. I'm really excited about today's episode and, and what we'll talk about today. I, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's something that we all, um, we all need to hear, including myself. Um, but I would love to pray for you, and then we'll get into today's episode. All right. Lord God, just thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that you are constant no matter what we go through, no matter the changes in our life, no matter the changes in uh, in even our, our heart. Lord, you are constant. You are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, Lord. So just thank you so much. We look to you. We long for you. Lord, we want to grow closer to you. So Lord, in this moment, we just want to surrender this to you. We want to surrender our hearts, our time, in our lives, Lord, please just use us for your plan and your purpose. And Lord, help us understand that plan and purpose. We're nothing without you, Lord, and we thank you. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Doing this podcast now, about 69 episodes into this, it can get difficult to remember uh, what stories I've shared, uh, different examples that I shared. And so I apologize if I shared this one before, which more than likely I have, because I know that this memory is a is, is a memory that the Lord brings back to me uh, a lot in order to remind me of a deeper truth that so often I can forget. But it was a memory that goes back to a sophomore year of college. I moved about two hours away to go to college, and so I'm in this brand new environment, brand new people, and the only thing that I had that was constant from back home was about a year and a half relationship with the Lord. And so I'm I'm here in a new place with the Lord saying, "Okay, Lord, just put me where you need me to be. Help me just help me just be where you want me to be." And one of the opportunities that the Lord led me to was an opportunity to be a youth pastor at a small little church down there in Columbia. And so I remember this one Sunday, we were all together in this just a little small, if you can imagine, like a little small church, a little small chapel. But there was this lady that would always play piano. She was an older lady. She would she would be by the side playing piano. And all we had was her playing piano and a hymnal right in front of us for us to, to sing hymns together. And I remember this specific Sunday. I remember just for some reason, feeling led to, instead of just singing and kind of, you know, looking down the lyrics and and worshiping through song, to instead just be observant of what was going on in the room. So I'm, I'm, I'm off by the right-hand side and to my left, far left, uh, there, there's the lady, she's playing on piano. 
And I'm, I'm just listening and kind of looking around without being disruptive, but just kind of looking around and watching everybody as they're singing and the different responses on their faces and and uh, just just the processing that you can see going on within the room. And, and my eyes and attention went off to the lady in the far left that was playing piano. And she's been playing piano for, for a very long time. And, and every Sunday, she would devote her time and her talents to be able to, to play piano. She, she didn't get paid for it. It was a volunteer thing. And, and, but, but she was faithful. She was always there. And, and she would always give it her all. And as I'm watching her and listening to her as she's playing piano and seeing her responses as she's playing, and I, I couldn't help but notice but that there were certain times where she would hit the wrong note. And especially if you're the only musician, you know, present, then it's very noticeable when when somebody hits the wrong note. And not only did I notice it, but I know that she noticed it as well. And the way that I knew that was that I can see her reactions to the frustration that she had every single time she hit a note. And I remember as I would watch her and watch her frustration as she hit the wrong note, she, she was, it was just very, very small. It wasn't like she drew a lot of attention to herself. It was a normal response that any one of us would have when we, when we made a mistake, especially when there's a lot of attention on what we're doing. So I'm watching her and in my head, I'm just kind of thinking just like, wow, like I was just feeling kind of bad for her. Just, you know, like, Hey, like, take it easy on yourself, you know, like it's, it's not that bad, you know, and, and so I'm watching her and, and she would hit a wrong note and have that reaction, but then, you know, just try, you know, just to dismiss it and continue to play and she's playing beautifully, beautifully. It, it was such a privilege to hear her and so regardless of the bad notes, it was still a beautiful piece that she would play and I, I almost like I was looking at her and I wanted her just to hear what I was hearing in the sense that like even with the mistake, there is still beauty that is present right now. But I felt like as I was thinking that and kind of watching and listening, I felt like the Lord just kind of used that as an example to me. And I felt like he just, just kind of spoke within my heart of the reality that that Jonah, to, to me, to me, you, you're just like that piece. You're nothing but a broken yet beautiful piano piece to me. And I love you despite the brokenness. And then I can fill in all of that brokenness, all the broken notes that, 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 that you may play. And I, I just felt like the Lord just reminded me of his love and his faithfulness despite my, my, my brokenness. That's a memory that, that stands out to me over and over and over again as these years have went on, just because it's a reminder to me that, that yes, we are broken people. Life is messy. Maybe you listening or watching this right now, right now, maybe life is messy for you. you, you you're you looking at where you're at right now and it's not where you thought you were going to be. It's not where you felt like you you were going to be. When, when you thought about your life and you planned out your life, the, 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 maybe the situation scenarios that you're in right now is not where you thought you're going to be. It's, it's, a, it's a broken piece that you're hearing in your ears right now. And there's a frustration building within you, just like the frustration of, of the piano player that, that, that was playing that day of, of just hitting the wrong notes and just being so just, just, just frustrated with that. One of the things that I've been thinking about is just, Lord, help me identify the things within my life that, that needs to go. Show me the things that I've been prioritizing that that are not of you. Lord, I just want to be who you've created me to be. Lord, help me be a better steward of the time that you've given me, the talents that you've given me.
help me not be so just focused on my faults, but instead being more surrendered is saying, okay, Lord, you are here and you are real and you care. Last week, I had a heart to heart with the Lord and, and I just sat down, I got out a whiteboard and I just said, okay, Lord, what are the, what are the ways that I'm, that I'm spending my time? What are the things I've been filling my heart up with? And then, so I wrote it all down and, and then I just kind of said, okay, Lord, well, what are the things that I feel like you have been trying to call me into, trying to, trying to, trying to get me to, to see, to, to surrender to you, to, to trust you in, or even to, to, to start that I haven't been doing. And so I wrote down all of those things and, and I, I just looked at this, this list on this whiteboard of all the different things that were in my life. And, and I was just coming to the Lord just like a, a, a clear glass of saying, Lord, this is what I am. This is the, this is the smoothie of my life, of all the different compartments that, that take up my time and take up my emotions and take up my energy. This is it. This is what I got. This, this is all that I am. And, and Lord, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see all that I am, but instead I want, I want to see, Lord, I want to see a clearer picture of who you're making me into, your desire and your, your plan for my life. Lord, help this, this first glass that I'm holding up of all that I currently am. Lord, I, at the end of the day, I, I, I don't want to just be this. I want to be more like you. Lord, help me look more like you through being obedient in the ways that you've been calling me to come to you. And, and so I, I had a moment last week of, of just kind of identifying all that stuff. And it was kind of weird. It was kind of uncomfortable. It, it, I saw a lot of my brokenness. I felt a lot of my brokenness. And, and I was reminded of, of the, the broken yet beautiful piano piece story of, of, of the woman that was just playing the, the broken yet beautiful piano piece. But still, it was such a beautiful piece. And at the end of the day, I said, Lord, I, I am who I am. But Lord, help me, make me into who you are. I want to reflect you more. I want to reflect you more. And, and there's a passage in 2 Corinthians 4 where, where Paul is kind of having a moment like that. And he's trying to encourage the Corinthians church to kind of, just, instead of just looking at who they are, instead encouraging them to say, okay, how does the Lord see you? At the end of the day, yes, you yes, you are a broken piece, but but what is the beauty that the Lord sees within you? What is the beauty that the Lord is making you into? Helping correct each and every note. What what is the Lord doing within you? And so Paul writes to Corinthians church and in, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And I'm going to start in verse 7. I, I want to read this. And as I read this, may we be honest with the Lord about where we are at. Now, who are we? What are the things that are filling up our hearts, our minds, our desires? And, and also that we would ask ourselves, okay, Lord, who are you to me? Who are you to me? Who are you to me? So 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, this is what Paul says. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great powers from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are surely not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Verse 11, yes, 
We live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said in the Psalms, I believe in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us up with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that we cannot see. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. Chapter 5, verse 1. For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, that is when we die and leave this earthly body, we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself and not by human hands. We grow weary in our present bodies and we long to put on our heavenly bodies like new clothing. For we will put on heavenly bodies. We will not be spirits without bodies. While we live in these earthly bodies, we groan and sigh, but it's not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. God himself has prepared us for this, and as a guarantee, he has given us the Holy Spirit. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not home with the Lord. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident and we would rather be taken from these earthly bodies for then we will be home with the Lord. So whether it is here in the body or away from the body, our goal is to please him. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged and we will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil that we have done in this earthly body. Paul's heart in this passage is saying instead of looking at the broken part of the piano pieces of our lives, to instead look at the beauty that the Lord is doing within us. Because at the end of the day, any good note that is played in our life is of Him. It is Him that is doing a work and wonder within our lives that we cannot do on our own. On our own, we are broken piano pieces, but in the hands of the faithful conductor, He moves each and every finger and He makes every single note come out in a way that brings Him glory as we surrender our instruments of our lives, of our bodies, of our talents to Him. That He is faithful to do a work and wonder within us as we surrender it over and say, Lord, Help me do what I cannot do, but what you can do so easily. We are all that we are, but Lord, you are not done making us into all that you are. You are doing a work and wonder within our lives. Lord, help us be in an agreement with the Holy Spirit that you have placed within us as we surrender to the reality that we cannot save ourselves And as we surrender our lives to Jesus, we have received the Holy Spirit, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead, the same spirit that was working at the very beginning of time, 
hovering over the waters, being in agreement with your word and, and, and helping create through the power of your word everything that we know of as now. That same life-giving spirit is producing life within you and within me as we surrender the pieces of our life, all that we are, to all that he is. That no matter the notes that get played that we can easily focus on, the Lord is not done with us yet. He is not done with you yet. He is not done with me yet. It's so easy with social media to, to look back on just where we were in different seasons of our life. And, and, and I, I, can't, I can't help but feel that there's somebody right now that, that needs to have a little bit more empathy and sympathy towards you, who you are. Because at the end of the day, everything that you have been through, all the different seasons of your life, the Lord has been there regardless of if we've been there with him. The Lord has been there and he can do a work and wonder as we surrender it to him saying, Lord, produce a beauty through the broken piece of my life and help me from this day forward be in agreement with the work that you want to do within me. Move my hands, move my life, make a beautiful piece out of the broken, broken notes that can get, get played, that have been played. That, like Paul said, we have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. We are fragile jar clays. That is all that we are. But at the end of the day, what a beauty in the hands of the beautiful potter that can take fragile jars of clay and make beautiful, beautiful works of art. Heavy heart, no matter what you have done, no matter where you've been through, no matter where you are, no matter where you will be, may our lives be, be, be laid before the Lord saying, Lord, help my life be what you desire my life to be. Help me give my time, energy, and abilities to, to be present and to be surrendered. I've been trying to be more constant with getting to bed at a certain time and, and, and to, to not have technology as I go to bed and different things I feel like the Lord's been, been putting on my heart. And, and the Lord's been blessing me. Every single night, I've been able to dream. Like, it's been awesome. I've been able to dream. And so I have just these, these, these vivid dreams and I wake up feeling refreshed and, and, and I'm just like, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Because this is not the way that it has been for a while now. I, I've hardly been dreaming. I've hardly been sleeping. I've been waking up in the middle of the night. I've just been just down. But Lord, you've been just reviving me. And one of the things I felt like the Lord has been putting on my heart to do as I've been more constant with getting to bed on time, to wake up and to spend quality time seeking him in his word. Where before, it was more like just throughout the day, whenever I've had time, I would I would spend time in his word, which was great. But what would happen is that it's so easy and, and it's such a temptation of mine to fill those times with other things. And and that's what would happen sometimes. So by the by the time I would get to having time in the word, I would I would already be feeling so dry because I haven't been connected with him earlier. I haven't had that intimacy with the Lord. And so I would be so dry from the things of, of life, the messiness of life, that, that I would just be coming to him kind of defeated and kind of tired and lethargic. 
But as I've been waking up and trying to spend time in his word, I've just been able just to realize in those moments of seeking him in his word that I am who I am. I'm here. Lord, I'm here. And it's been a beautiful thing because as I read his word and I feel the word just bouncing off all that I am, the good and the bad and the ugly and 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 challenging me and growing me and convicting me and 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 and, and pointing out different things within me. And, and as I have time to reflect and to journal, if you've been watching or listening to this podcast and you know I'm a journaler and, and so I carry around this journal and I'll just write and meditate on what I feel like the Lord's been highlighting to me, especially in his word and It's just been a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time. And one of the things that I've been reminded of is that, Lord, you are with me. You are real. You're not just a concept, but you are the living God. And you care so very much. Daniel, in Daniel chapter 10, he's having a dream and he has his dream where he's he's talking to the Lord. And this is what the Lord says to Daniel. He says this, don't be afraid, Daniel, since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God. Your request has been heard in heaven. I woke up today after a dream, just kind of discouraged. I had a dream that I was with uh, within the presence of, of my one day wife. And I woke up and of course she's not there. So after that dream, I woke up and I was just a little discouraged. And so I was just being honest with the Lord. I was like, Lord, I know that you allow that dream. And, and so Lord, I know that you know my desires and, and God is hard. I, I, you know, my desire for a wife and, and I'm just being real with you. And, and, and I'm, I'm just reflecting on his word and, and I'm reading that passage in Daniel and, and how the Lord just reassures Daniel, like, look, I hear you and I've heard you and I'm here. And, and I'm just saying, okay, Lord, I, I know that's what, that, that's what you said to Daniel, and I know that's true of us as well. Your character doesn't change. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, Lord, I know you hear my cries. I know you're here presently within me. And it, what's so interesting, my aunt just shot me a text. She said, hey, can I call you? And uh, I haven't spoken to her in a while. I kind of text her, her here and there. And but, um, but I said, yeah, sure. Can I, can I call you at nine? I was heading to the, heading to the office and, and so I got done, got done in the word and, and I got ready to leave and I get in my car and I'm talking to my aunt and she's just asking, you know, how are you doing? You know, the Lord put you on my heart. I wanted to pray for you. And, um, I just wanted to check up on you and see how you were doing. And, and I told her, you know, like, Hey, I'm do- I've been doing well. And, um, I didn't really I didn't really know how to bring up the whole like, hey, like I was just kind of it's kind of lonely this morning, kind of woke up, just kind of discouraged and and stuff uh, uh, and uh, and in prayer for my future wife and and stuff. So I didn't really know how to bring that up. So I was just kind of bringing up other things and, 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 and not lying to her, but just not really knowing how to how to bring that up or if that was the right time to bring it up or anything, just feeling kind of awkward and and everything. But what was so interesting, and this is high, this is such a such a crazy thing. But th- but this is this shouldn't be crazy. This should be expected. But but so as I'm talking, I'm talking about all this stuff, and she's like, "Oh wow, you know," she's kind of talking about me about the different things. And but then all of a sudden, she just goes into this random, just like she just says, "You know what, Jonah? I've been praying for praying for you know you and the other you know um, uh, other family members that haven't that aren't married yet and and everything. And I just been praying. I just been praying, and I just feel like the Lord's put on my heart just your your future wife. And and I just wanted to pray with you. Is it okay if I just pray? I pray for you right now. And as I'm on the phone, I'm driving to work and I'm just like literally with my mouth open of just literally saying, oh my God, 
Like, God, you are, you are here. I know, I know that. I know that intellectually, but Lord, you, you remind me over and over, you are here. You really are here, Lord. Just help my faith. Help my faith just, just be so firm within the reality, like a little kid trusting your word. And as, 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 as I drive, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, you can pray for that. And she had no idea that, that I just had this dream and, and everything. And so she, for like 10 minutes, she's praying and she starts weeping over the phone, praying about the exact same thing that I just was praying to God about that she had no idea that I was. And, and, and I proceeded to tell her after she got done praying. And just a powerful prayer. It was an awesome, sobering reminder. Just like, Lord, oh, like, <laughs> you are, yeah, you are here. And, and I proceeded to tell her that, I, I, yeah, that's crazy. I, I just woke up from a dream and I kind of, I was thinking about this and, and everything and, and everything. But all that, all that to say, just like you, heavy heart, the Lord hears our prayers. May we go to him with confidence saying, Lord, I'm being honest about the fragile jar of clay that I am, but Lord, you, I know that you are the potter that can do a work in wonder. Grow my faith. Help me surrender. Help me just, just be so much more closer to you and trust than I was the day before. Lord, you are the only one that can fill the cracks within me. And it's not about the broken, the broken, the broken pieces and, and notes that I have hit but it's all about the working of your grace and, and your redemption within my life. And I just wanted to end this podcast today to tell you that exact same thing, that the Lord is, is, is real. He's here. He is here. He's not just a concept. He cares. He cares. Oh, and he's present. He is so present. And as we play this, this life that, that is just so messy we can rest knowing that he understands that he himself has lived a life that, that, that for one, we couldn't live because he knew no sin, but he took all of our sin, all that brokenness, all the broken notes, he took it upon himself. And, and the book of Hebrews says that he can empathize in our weakness because he has been through everything that we go through, yet he was without sin. He has overcome all of those broken notes so not only can he empathize with our brokenness, but he also is the solution to the brokenness. So as we bring our brokenness to him and we are honest and laid bare before him, there's a beautiful just exchange that happens that the Lord says, okay, through you being honest with me, I'm going to give you in place intimacy with me through the Savior, through Christ. And so heavy heart, if you're feeling down, discouraged, if you feel like you, you have regrets or shame or worries or fears or whatever it is at the end of the day, may we give it to the Lord saying, this is all that I am and trust that he exchanges it for all that he is. Jeremiah 29, 13, and I'll end with this. He tells Jeremiah as he's just feeling broken and defeated and dry and questioning and Jeremiah is laying down all that he is before the Lord. The Lord is just being honest with him. And, and he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the plans I have for you, Jeremiah. I'm here. But then he goes on in verse 13. He says, look, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. He gives Jeremiah a guarantee and he gives him a hope. 
that not only am I present within you, that I know what I'm going to do within your life despite this brokenness that you feel, but I'm also going to be present within your life the moment that you realize that, for one, I am, and for two, you seek me. You reach out, and when you reach out, I I won't not be there. I will be there. He gives him a guarantee that I will be with you in the broken, broken, broken pieces of your life, and I will make a beauty come out of it, Jeremiah, if you can just trust me and hold on and hold on to me. Not lean on your own strength, your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge me and I will make your path straight. Heavy heart, we are nothing but broken yet beautiful piano pieces. And that's all that we are. But may we thank the Lord of beauty that he can make beauty come out of the broken piano pieces and make it beautiful. He's only beginning. He's only beginning. He's not done. He's not done. Lean on the everlasting arms, trusting that when we do, we are safe and secure from all alarms and we can rest. We can rest in the God that makes broken pieces beautiful. Lord God, we just come to you and we thank you that you are the God of redemption. You are the God of grace, the God of mercy, and you are here right now that, Lord, you and you alone can do a work and wonder within our lives that far exceeds anything this world can offer and every, anything that we have done. And so, Lord, we just come to you. We thank you that you are not done with us. We thank you that you restore, that you renew us, like this, this verse said in 2 Corinthians, that you renew us day by day, that your spirit that is within us as we surrender to you, that the spirit is, is, is just interceding on our behalf with words that we can't even express And that the King of kings and the Lord of lords, that you alone are present within our lives doing a work and wonder. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that you don't give up on us even when we may give up on ourselves. When we don't see tomorrow, Lord, you see not only tomorrow, but tomorrow's tomorrow. God, you you are at the end of our life as you were at the beginning of our life. And Lord, you are here right now in the present moment of our life. So Lord, we just want to give ourselves to you Lord, help us take time to try to identify what you have been calling us to do, the the ways that you want to work within our lives. Lord, help us work and partner with you, partner with your spirit. Lord, help us lean into you. You are our life. May us ourselves, Lord, not lean on our own strength or our own understanding, but may we in all of our ways acknowledge you, knowing that you, every moment of every second, are presently helping us and leading us and that you are faithful to redeem all things. So Lord, we look to you and we thank you. And it's upon your name, Jesus, that we that we, we, we just celebrate and we declare and we surrender. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. 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 There's just such a peace. And just, Lord, you know me. You know me. In a world where we have to have so much facade and filter and we just let down our hair and say, Lord, you know me. Lead me in your way everlasting. God bless you. I pray that you have a great week. I pray that you have an awesome week of, of transparency, but not only between you to your Savior, but to you and those around you. 
May we be those fragile jars of clay and may we not boast in our own ability. May we not boast in our own appearance, but may we boast in the work and the wonder of God's powerful redemption that is taking place even right now as I'm speaking in our lives. That we are a museum of God's glory and God's grace as we surrender to him. Heavy heart, thank you for joining me today. You are not alone. I'll talk to you later. See you.